0: You're listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks, and for the month of February, we're going to be looking at the Beatitudes in Matthew's Gospel, chapters 5 through 7, and we hope you enjoy listening to our Beardcast and blog posts about the Beatitudes, so check us out at beardoftheologians.com. You're listening to The Bearded Theologians, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week, in continuance of our uh, Beatitudes uh, series, we're going to be looking at um, the little verses in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 uh, through 16. So if you've got your Bible, you might want to open that up there and uh, look at those as we discuss this. Um, and so, Zach, as we think about this section of salt and light and um, what kind of speaks to you and... In
1: relationship to that, to this set of scripture, you know, this is one of my one of my favorite things that Jesus said um, in, in talking about salt and light. Um, I had a youth group uh, back in the day that they they modeled their their youth group after this. They wanted to be the salt and the light of the earth. In um, in when we came to that or when they came to that conclusion, I asked them why, and they're like, "Well, you know, we want to be extra salty," uh, which kind of made me laugh. But. Uh, uh, they were like, you know, we did, we get it, you know, salt. Salt has content. Salt has flavor. Salt's useful. Um, and, and then they said, the light, you know, of of course, we want to go and be the light in the darkness of this world. And so for me, that that has always hung really, really true for me in these young people's understanding of what salt and light are. Um, and you take it in the context of what Jesus is talking about. Uh, actual salt, and actual light, are are essential to life, um, they, they had to have salt so their their, their meat uh, would stay fresh for longer. They used it in their ovens and things for, for heat and when salt lost its um, saltiness, it was thrown out. And so that, that was a big deal for them. Uh, and as well as light, you know, we know they didn't have electricity, we know the context in which Jesus lived in. Um, and so to have a candle, a torch, a flame of some kind, some kind of light to guide your way in the darkness is, is huge. And so that's kind of where that sticks out uh, for me uh, and is still, still continues to be really, really relevant today. What about you, Matt?
0: Well, there's like two things that kind of come to mind. And the, and the first is, and we kind of joked about this earlier, was uh, stay salty, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear Jesus saying mm-hmm. that to us, is to stay salty. Um, and and as we think about that in our everyday discipleship lives, what are some ways that we can stay salty? And, and you, know, um, you know, doing good, doing no harm, staying in love with God, the three simple rules to me is, is what it takes to, to keep being salty. Because it will put you in places and positions that you won't necessarily be the same. The other was, um, in, uh, and I don't use this translation all the time. I don't really ever use it when I preach, but Eugene Peterson actually translated this really interesting. He said, um, let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste good, good goodness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Hmm. Um, I, I, I like I like how he, how he kind of takes that and 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 like forces you to understand um, saltiness and and to um, have you focus on um, your life in that way. And then the second half of that verse, where we see where um, the second half of that section, where it talks about. Um, you know we don't hide our lamp um and we don't you know we don't want to hide it under a bushel um no we're gonna let it shine, <laughs> I'm let it shine. um mm-hmm. you know and, and and i think for us um today as christians um in the in what's going on in the world um we need to be the light uh, in the midst of all this darkness mm-hmm. that's going on and uh, what a better verse uh section to read this week this was last like last week's lectionary reading mm-hmm. um it was a, it's a really good kind of reminder for us not only to stay salty but also not to be afraid to share the light that god has given us to be
1: uh, that light barrier for the world you know it, it's interesting that you bring up this as the what better time in our world, in our context today, than have this this piece of scripture come up and and talk about it? Um, you know, uh, the, I've been preaching James uh, the last few weeks, and my um, co-pastor and I, we we got the comment the other day of, "Man, you're sure, you guys are sure preaching political sermons?" And, and well, no, we, we planned this back in October. We had no idea uh, what the world was going to look like today, and uh, we we write our sermons early. You know, we try to do our best to do that, and and they're not intentionally politically charged, but when you dig into the gospel, when you dig into things like salt and light, they're gonna push those boundaries. They're gonna push into what uh, the context of our world is. And it is so important today that, that we do, that we, that we stay salty, that we, that we don't hide who we are in Jesus because my gosh, um, what, what does the world need more right now than anything? I think it needs a lot of grace and a lot of hope. And uh, if, we're, if we lose our saltiness and we hide our light, who, who, who's gonna come? I mean, who, who else is going to do these things? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's us. I, I think that's up to That's our call um, as people, as clergy, as lay people, as, as whomever. You know, we call ourselves disciples and we follow Jesus Christ. And here's our call to stay salty and to let our light shine. And, uh, yeah, that pushes the boundaries of what's going on in our world today. Uh, but wouldn't you say that that's what it means to be the church, is that we should be should. Um,
0: pressing those boundaries even further that we're our our ethical lives are mirroring what we believe in our faith and that we should really live it you know if we if we truly believe know, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior what does that look like and um, how do we live that out in, in the world today and and there's so many ways that you can approach that and we've touched a little bit about this in our discipleship podcast we've touched about this mm-hmm. pretty much so we started this thing um, and, and to live a faithful life is really um, submitting yourself to, to the way that Jesus taught us how to live, um, to love God and to love our neighbors or self. And, and while that like sounds easy, it's cliche, everybody says it, it's one thing to say it, but
1: it's a whole other thing to live it. It is. And, and I mean, I've said it in this podcast before, had, th- had those two commandments been easy, love God with all you have, love your neighbor. I think Jesus would have said it, but because it's not easy, but because it, it is hard, it is challenging. And it is so important. I think that's why he says it over and over. Would you say that was also kind of an overarching theme for, for our for our Bible?
0: When yeah. you think about it, when you look at it from yeah. beginning, when mm-hmm. you look from Genesis to maps, um that the real like thickness, if you had to boil down all 66 books of the Bible into Mm -hmm. one thematic statement, it would be, is that this book teaches
1: us how to love God Mm -hmm. and to love our neighbor and ourselves. I believe so, Um, you know, I I think for so many, that statement that Jesus makes uh, throughout the Gospels, when asked that question, what's the most important, he's referring to Old Testament scripture. This isn't something new he came up with. And so, yeah, I think that is very much the over. You mean he didn't have Paul's letters? He did not have Paul's letters. So Paul came after Jesus. He did. He did. Um, okay. Relatively, relatively after yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know that that's the thing. And uh, you know, the disciples didn't have the gospels. Uh, they had I the they Old Testament. Did. They, they didn't. I, and I, please realize I'm, I'm joking here. I have a, I have Master
0: of Divinity, um, and I actually really have a full uh, respect for Paul's work. Yes. Um, it but the. The, the thing that we've got to realize is this is that when jesus is referring from a biblical rep- approach he's talking about the old testament and, right um, and i think sometimes that gets forgotten we, we um, get lost in that i think because uh, yeah. we have
1: it so i mean easily accessible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i and I think, I think so many people are afraid to preach from the old testament because it's tough yeah it's a tough section of the book to preach um but that's where that's where staying salty and letting that light shine through through all of scripture uh, and throughout our life comes into play so I think our challenge for this week,
0: um, it, it, and we could almost take it from that last verse in, mm-hmm. in 16, in the same way, let your light shine before people so that they can see the good things you do and praise your Father who is in heaven. Um, I, I think like the challenge would be is how are you going to stay salty mm-hmm. and how are you going to be light? Yeah. I think it's a good challenge. I like for this it.
1: Week. I like it. That's perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to add to that other than I kind of want to sing uh, this little line of mine, but I won't because it won't be good. Uh, and he doesn't have his ukulele. I don't have a ukulele. That's true. I didn't travel with any musical instruments this week. My bad. Um, but we uh, we thank you guys for checking us out, uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, we want to send you to uh, beardedtheologians.com. We have some great blogs up. If you missed last week's blog by Jerry Herships, please, please go check it out. Um, he wrote some really good stuff there um, about the Beatitudes and, and everything. Uh, we've got some really cool ones coming up in the future. Uh, we have some cool uh, guest That are going to be on with us in the near future as well um but check out bearded theologians.com you can go on there you can buy some uh some shirts like what matt's wearing awesome Um, you can buy mugs and and things and uh we appreciate all your support everything that you spend on the website comes back into the podcast to help us do this better um that's all that we have this week for the bearded theologians i'm zach bechtold and i'm matt franks stay salty my friends
0: Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians Beardcast. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians or look at our other content, go online at beardedtheologians.com. And also don't forget to pick up one of those beautiful coffee mugs or t-shirts that we have on our website as well.
1: I have one rule. Never trust anybody that drives a PT cruiser. He also has another rule. He has to look like David Crowder at least once a week. It's true.